What's good, fam? Josh Coker here, a.k.a. Josh Miss Prime. You know what it is. Coming back at you with another episode of the MetaMyth series. And really quick, this is actually going to be the first episode for the podcast. I've done several episodes on YouTube. And this is somewhat of an introduction. And as a matter of fact... What you'll see, you're going to see a difference in the audio, and that's because this was actually recorded two or three years ago. It was like 2017. I was in Korea. It was, it was just as I was forming my thoughts about the monomyth. But what you'll see is why I think some stories are more memorable than others. And the, the bottom line, the punchline is it's because of the metamyth. And you might hear me say monomyth, you might hear me say hero's journey, not only in this episode, but in several other episodes. They're all somewhat interchangeable. And at, after this, it during the, the exit, during the outro, I'll explain to you the my basic philosophy on what the major differences are between those terms. But Uh, Until then, go ahead and enjoy this clip. It's real short, just to give you an idea of what we're going to be discussing. All right. I want you to close your eyes for a minute, and I want you to think back to when you were a kid. And I want you to kind of imagine it's around the holiday season, you know, you've got, you've got Thanksgiving, maybe even we'll, we'll go with we'll, it's Halloween, then Thanksgiving, then you have Christmas. And I want you to think to yourselves, you know, during all those holidays, one or two of those, you ended up going over to a family member's house, probably your grandparents. And when you went over there, you had the whole family together and, you know, your grandma, your nana, she, she would make all these special treats that you didn't have any other time of the year. Maybe it was, you know, this nice, huge turkey or there was ham, mashed potatoes, corn on the cob, green bean casserole. I, I don't know. I mean, all, the sky is the limit. Everybody's place was different. I'm telling you what mine was. But if you close your eyes and you think about that for a second, it's almost like you're there again. You can smell it. You can taste it. You can, you're almost there in the moment again. And throughout life, you know, you go through and you have memories of these moments of the good times when you were a kid and, and you got to enjoy that time with your family. And now I want to, now I want to, just have you pause for a second. I want you to think back to last week. What did you have to eat last Friday last week? Last Tuesday last week? Do you even remember? And I want you to ask yourself if you don't remember, which is most likely because I know I don't remember. I don't even remember what I ate for, for lunch today. You ask yourself, what is it that makes me and you remember these meals that we had years ago with our families when we were younger that our grandparents made or our mom made or our aunt made and why can't we why why is that we remember them and we can't remember 
the, the food we had today or last week? What, what, what's the difference? Now, you guys might be asking yourself, like, all right, Josh, I, I'm, I'm looking at this for the monomyth. What, what the heck is this all about? Well, here's the deal. When you look back on your life to all the stories that ever mattered, right? Maybe, maybe they were religious stories that you learned when you were in, in uh, Bible school or, or some other religious teaching. Maybe they were stories that you read as a child, like Lord of the Rings. Maybe they were movies you watched, like Star Wars, and they captivated you. But the question is, why are there some stories that are like your mother and grandmother's home-cooked meals that you can remember like it was yesterday, like you were there? And why are there some stories that you you can barely even remember what they were about. What is the difference? And I am going to submit to you that the difference, in a nutshell, is the monomyth. And it is the key critical components of the hero's journey that cause a story from going, a story that's engaging and fun or maybe funny, or maybe it's well-written, it, it goes from good to great. It goes from good to masterful. Why? Because the elements of the monomyth are going to reach your audience and your readers on such a deep level that they're going to remember exactly what it was like, where they were, when they read your story, when they watched your movie, when they saw the screenplay, they're going to remember because it resonates with them because you gave them a home-cooked meal and not fast food and not a piece of candy that gave them a bellyache. You gave them something that was satisfying, something that was good and memorable. So if that sounds like something that interests you, if you want to learn more about the monomyth, then Feel free to join me here in this course. It's going to be an introduction course. We're going to talk about the history of the monomyth, kind of where the monomyth came from. We'll, we'll discuss some reference materials. We'll talk about the main structure of the monomyth, the, 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 the key elements, and how the monomyth plays a part in everyday life. All right, ladies and gentlemen, hopefully that gave you an idea of why I think that the metamyth is the best way to tell stories. Ultimately, it's going to be the story structure, the story approach, the narrative approach that offers the biggest bang for your buck and resonates with the readers, just like a home-cooked meal just like a holiday meal. Um, it's going to be something that's long remembered and uh, retained. And as I promised at the beginning and during the intro, here in the outro, I just want to clarify going forward that you may hear me say monomyth, metamyth, hero's journey. And let me just clarify what those things mean. 
the, in my mind, this is how I, I delineate. The hero's journey is the most generic term and it pretty much refers to any, any time someone is referencing the hero's journey in the most general sense and they're thinking about the separation, the initiation and the return, but they might be skipping several steps. They know about the belly of the whale or they know about the dragon battle, but they don't know each specific step. They're not looking at it. And a lot of times the people who are doing this are either beginning writers or people who are outside of the writing community. And it's just the general knowledge that they know that it exists, that that there is a, a story structure that almost all stories throughout time had followed that have some elements. To me, that's that's what the term hero's journey is. And also, just to be clear, fool's journey is the almost the same thing, but it's tarot tarot related, like tarot cards, and in in the zodiac, there are a certain subset of people that deal in the hero's journey, but it's specific to tarot cards and the zodiac. And it's, again, it's very similar, but it, that would be considered the fool's journey. And it's related specifically to the cards and the zodiac and stuff like that. Then there's the monomyth. And the monomyth is more of like the, this advanced approach or understanding to the hero's journey where you understand that there are several stages that are critical to the story structure and that they interact dynamically with these archetypes, which are basically characters and and on two different levels, an inner journey and an outer journey. And the best supporting evidence for this is basically all the mythologies that have come from the past throughout history. And a lot of this was both identified and popularized by Joseph Campbell back in uh, the late 1940s, early 1950s in his book, The Hero with a Thousand Faces. And he laid the groundwork or the foundation work for what that monomyth is, what the hero's journey is, as it relates to old mythologies and and basically what are all those similarities that they all have now the term metamyth is something that uh is is more modern and i didn't necessarily coin the term the term's been around the person who i heard it from that it really did resonate with me was jordan peterson but the way I'm using this term and the way I believe this term should be used in the future and going forward, it will develop and grow is that the meta myth is not just historical mythology and the approach that we use, but it, it also includes modern mythology all the way up to today's blockbusters and how myths are being told not only today, but how they've evolved since the older myths. And I'll just give you one or two quick examples. In When it comes to story structure, in most modern blockbusters, which are essentially modern myths, you'll see that there are other stages that are, that are included that weren't necessarily identified in the monomyth. 
One of the stages is the prologue. And that is all the background and setup and world building information that should be included in your story, especially if it's a long epic saga type of story. Um, I don't want to go too far down this rabbit hole, but that's one example. And then with characters, um, you know, you have the archetypes from, from the monomyth, but if you look at them really hard and you delineate that there are stage archetypes and there are role archetypes, there are primary archetypes and secondary archetypes, you'll start to see that there are some that have been forgotten or not really identified or focused on as much. So everybody knows the shadow, the shapeshifter, the hero, the mentor, but some things that are forgotten are like the frog, the innocent, the puppet master. These are all more modern archetypes that are seen clearly in and throughout much of modern mythology, as well as sometimes can be identified in more ancient mythology. So that's how I delineate those terms and I think that's important because as we go forward in the series, I'll be using them interchangeably, but there is a bit of a nuance to each of those terms. And that's when I pick one word over another, that's usually why. All right, ladies and gentlemen, hopefully this has been helpful. If it has been, please go ahead and subscribe. If you're listening to this on the podcast, you know, whether it's iTunes or uh, I don't even know all of them, Stitcher or... Um, uh, anchor or whatever you're listening to, just subscribe. That way you can get this information as it comes out, as it becomes available. But until next time, this has been Josh Coker. If you have any questions, go up, feel free to reach out, um, to me at Joshua, hold on, J, sorry, J Coker at story ninjas story dash ninjas.com. Wow, I just butchered that. Coker at story-ninjas.com. Or you can also reach out to Story Ninjas directly at story-ninjas at story-ninjas.com. So hopefully that wasn't completely confusing. There will be links. I'll make it easy. All right, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Take it easy.